What's up, everybody? It's your friend Isaac. Welcome back to Big Bike BMX. I am here at a local BMX track to me here in Arizona. I am at the world-famous Chandler BMX. And we're going to tell you why it's world-famous, but I've got my best friend from Chandler, Rachel Blackwell. She's also my kid's coach. She's the one that walked me through getting set up, and she's the one that keeps me coming back. Like, if I don't show up, she's like, big dog, where are you at? So it's great. It's cool to have an accountability friend and just a family uh, at a BMX track. Craig, I want to get you plugged in to BMX at your local track. So we're going to talk to you about how to get back to BMX. I love that, man. And I love the fact that you use plugged in as a reference, being an electrician. That stuff really matters to me. So I'm excited. I hope everyone out there is excited. I know they are. So Isaac, I'm ready to get this rolling. All right. So you guys, this is Rachel, and I'm going to give you a quick little backstory. So I started coming to hang out at the track every Friday, like once in a while. Every six months, I'd show up. No idea. I would just come, drive in, park, sit and watch the races on a Friday night for date night with Bren. Uh, and I'd, sometimes I'd bring the kids. Sometimes I wouldn't. For me, it was just fun because in growing up in Stockton, we would go to the fairgrounds on Friday nights, watch the races. Uh, I would do flatland out in the parking lot. It was just what you did on a Friday night, right? So to me, it was always very comfortable to come and do it again. It was very nostalgic. And then uh, I saw a couple of friends that that I that I'm usually on the rideouts with showing up here, and they're like, "What's up, bro?" And they're racing. You knew Miles, right? I knew Before Miles. All of this, yeah, yeah. And my, I knew Miles from Average Joe's. So it was like, "Hey, I'm just come hang out. I'll hang out with Miles while he fixes bikes because Miles is like the repair guy. He's got a little." trailer shop out here mm -hmm. at Chandler, right? Yeah. He comes out, works on the bikes and stuff like that. So. Exactly. So I was like, I want to get involved in this. How do you do it? So I hit up Rachel and she walked me through it. Um, but Craig, we were talking recently about how, uh, you know, if you're coming back to BMX and you're like us, where you were a big eighties kid and you're like, man, I want to, I want to get back into racing. You look up ABA and you're like, it's gone, right? NBL gone. What do you do? It's USA BMX. So uh, I'm going to have Rachel explain basically what it's like to sign up for B for to, to start racing again. You, and here's the thing. I'm going to interject every once in a while, because even though I'm a member of USA BMX, all of my kids are members. Taryn's the only one that's actually raced and she raced at Dirty Fest. But the rest of the time I'm doing it to stay in shape. My kids are doing it just to have fun. And Brent's doing it be, or uh, Taryn's doing it because she truly wants to race and uh, she's hyped about Rachel. So it's kind of fun. Yeah. Like best friend, coach, the whole nine. So Rachel, tell us and tell Craig uh, and Craig inter interject with any questions that you have, because I know the process, you know, nothing of it. And so you are the person. Wait, wait, wait a minute. What do you mean? I know nothing of it. <laughs> do, you, do you know the process I, I, to sign up at USA BMX? What's that? You know, the process on getting like plugged into your local track. Yes. You do. Okay. Yes. Well, let's hear a little bit about what you're back like. Like you can you had you came from BMX a little bit, right? Yeah. So um <clears throat> when we were talking offline and Isaac told you I I grew up kind of like a, a a neighborhood grom, a kid that you know hit the sand lots, the dirt lots, the parking lots, right? That was me. Never once did I get a chance to ride in a sanctioned BMX ride. Now, my, a lot of my friends in the neighborhood growing up were those kids they had those 70s and 80s trophies that were like six seven feet tall or it seemed to be that tall when we were kids but oh, yeah. always really envied those guys because they had the coolest bikes the biggest trophies 
and awesome stories to tell. And it just never panned out for me. So I'm really not a racer. I mean, I want to be. And like Isaac said, you know, there's there's a process and I want to hear more like what can a guy like me? I'm 50 years old, turned 50 this year. Can I, you know, from maybe we can get in this later after you do your first intro and stuff, but can a guy like me join USA BMX and go compete on that track and fulfill those dreams that I had as a kid as a 50-year-old man? So, yeah, I'm I'm totally interested. 100 I want to answer your question 100%. Like it doesn't matter your age if you have that BMX dream, especially even even if you didn't have the dream, even if you weren't your neighborhood, you know, shredder with a little less opportunities than the kids, you know, with the flashy bikes and the, you know, the parents with the heavy wallets and stuff like um but I feel like the opportunities for people like us cuz I was the same way it's it comes back around and it comes back around through us and through our kids and we continue those dreams like I'm about to go to the worlds in Scotland for USA BMX in less than 10 days I leave in on the 31st and um you know I'm almost I'll be I'll turn 37 while I'm in Scotland so it's I don't think it's about age I think it's about inspiring someone else and encouraging someone else to do what they want to do and if that's what you still want to do Yes, it is 110% possible. I love that. I am. Dude, Craig, that just ruined my birthday. (laughs) I know, I know. But I I love that. I love the fact that there still is opportunities for folks to participate in this uh, sport at any level of skill and any age. Because uh, sometimes, you know, I was contemplating whether I should or shouldn't. And Isaac told me um, about the membership process. So, just I was just giving Isaac a hard time earlier, but it was like, you know, going online, um, looking through the membership and then also getting a chance to see where our local tracks are. Um, the USABMX.com uh, is a great place to start. And that's exactly where I got my start looking at that information. Like, can I be a part of this? And the answer for me was yes. So yep. um, super stoked that you're going to do all that. That's that's crazy cool. Okay, you. so you kind of led into it. You do have a huge racing background. I do. Yes. Give us, give us just your a thirty second. This is all the things I've won. Um, when did you and when did you start? I started actually when I was uh, 13, 14 years old. Um, I didn't have a lot of money. Ended up uh, going through like the local scene a little bit for my local scene for a, probably a year, and then and then jumping into the state and gold cup and then jumping into nationals. So I really did follow almost like a timeline of, I did a year of this. I did a year of this. I did a year of this and my year, you know, your year of this as local is, is going to breeze by. Those are your novices, your intermediates, you're catching those 10 wins. You're addicted to the sport. I say addicted lightly because you found a passion. You're going hard. And then that second year state gold cup, you're already at the top of your local class. You know, you should, you know, you're probably going to do pretty well in your state and gold cup. Then a year in nationals, that's, you know, third or fourth year. If you're lucky enough to have the opportunities to go to nationals, right? Cause it's money traveling, like, um, you, you're not going to be the best. So then you're going to come back after failure, after failure, after your failure. So, um, that's where I almost excelled is through my failures. And, you know, through them, I ended up being a talented jumper, a talented, uh, I had, was one of the skilled, um, females growing into the sport. Um, and I, uh, I don't, 
I raced with Elise Post, you know, I raced with some of the number ones. I raced for GT Bicycles. My only, uh, in 2008, I was the, I turned girl pro and I was uh, number six girl pro for the year. But um, I an injury took me back and I also had a child. So you end up kind of deterring your BMX goals, right? <laughs> this cut back on the injuries to focus on other priorities. And uh, um, fortunately for me, BMX has just been the calling. Like I'm supposed to help people and change the world through the bike because that's what changed my life. So, yeah, that's fantastic. And that's one of the things like I I would consider not consider, but I would think like guys like me, um, not just me, but uh, other folks like me um, are going to consider is like, you know, as we're getting older, uh, the injury I've had injuries, uh, wondering like, am I really going to shoot for the, all these elite positions throughout the state or the local, the re- regional, the state, and then national. I don't know. It could happen like that. That would be dope if it did, but is there, is there opportunities for someone who just wants to join USA BMX to go to their local track, uh, and, practice then decide if they want to race because i'm not sure if i would want to take it to that extreme because like he said it's an absolute commitment of time money resources and to be frankly honest uh some of those things i'm pretty limited on my time is so you know crunched as far as it is but uh, Greg, I'm in the, what do you I'm think about i'm in the same yeah. boat here. like i have zero desire to to compete against somebody else at, at my age 50, I'm here to like ride around with my kids. I'm here to hang out with Rachel. Oh, we got a special guest joining us today. We're going to let him connect to audio. Yes. And we will see. Rachel had no idea. Rachel has no idea that our special guest is coming today. What's up? What's yeah. up, Ray to the chill? Ray to the chill. Well, look who it is. Look who it is. How are it you? Is- I'm great. How are you? Fantastic. Fantastic. All right. So so here's a little fun behind the scenes, you guys. So uh, Rachel is my local track director. She runs everything. She's Terrence coach. I have talked to Bill about Rachel. Bill is like, I know Rachel. I'm like, no way. So at this point, I I was like, not sure. Maybe. (laughs) Maybe. They may have some history. It looks similar. I'm not sure. <laughs> yes. And I so see great. tearing it up back there. Woo! Woo! There she is. So this is like a little bit of a reunion, Craig, between Bill and Rachel. She had no idea that he was jumping in. So this is really exciting for me. Yes. Uh, so, Bill, R- Rachel is telling us all about how easy it, we're, we're, we're talking to Craig like, hey, you can come back to BMX. We know how to find usabmx.com. How to go to the website, find my local track, get signed up. And now we're just talking about like, do you have to race? Do you want if like for me, I come out with Taryn and we just roll around the track. She wants to race. I've I've got a membership just so I can get in shape. But no, you don't have to race to still participate and be a BMX family and still enjoy the sport, right? I agree. You do not. Like I was thinking about that just the other day. Why? I don't know. But um, you, people come out to the track just to enjoy the environment and just to ride their bike and be active. You don't have to race. Like, I don't want people to, um, like be afraid to come to the track to ride a bike, um, 
because they are, are forced to race. No, you're not forced to race. You can come and practice as much as you want. It can just be your Friday night date night. It can be your, you know, we do. it's yes. our father. It's our father daughter date night. I come to the track. We roll around. I, you guys, I paid what? 10 bucks for her, 10 bucks for me on a practice night. So for 20 bucks, cheaper than a movie ticket, I can roll around the track with my daughter having the best time and save myself 20 bucks from our normal date night. Making memories. Making memories. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Do you and uh, yes. What do you yes. like about what do you like about coming to the track? Uh, Talking to the mic so they can hear you. What do you think about? Well, I mean, what what's been your favorite part of it? Rhythm, doing the rhythm. Rhythm section. She likes rhythm section. That makes oh, sense. Nice. Don't you like? Uh, Are you getting special lessons from Rachel to go down the rhythm? Totally. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, she comes out to one-on-one. She comes to clinic sometimes. And, yeah, she raced out at Dirty Fest, which was awesome. Yeah. And, yeah, she she really enjoys. I think she the blue bike, she just got a new bike. So yeah. She got a bike that fits her, so that's kind of nice. Yeah. It's not, it's not about racing. And, and to spin off of that, it's not about winning either. It's not about getting first place ever. I love that because a lot of a, a guy like me is – you know, I'm a I'm a little bit of a, a I have a fantasy of of standing up there with some huge trophy on the podium, like yeah, and there's champagne popping. But you know, I have to go to work on Monday, and I have other commitments. But what I really want to do is I want to go have fun. I want to look over and have my buddies with me, like Isaac and Taryn, and I want to see Bill Ryan there, and I want to see you there, and I want to like we're all smiling. I I would take a high five at this age over and a smile over a big trophy. I just want someone to high five me, you yeah. know, and <laughs> I'll, tell, yes. I'll tell you the memories, the memories that we have made and that like the friendships that I've made with like other people that come out here more valuable than any trophy I could put on my, my thing on my desk at home or anything like that. Like trophies, I get it. They're like one of those things. Like you get trophies, you want trophies at my age, memories are more, the most valuable thing that, that I have time by and far. memories that I've made. Yeah. By far. So not to jump in on your guys' conversation. No, I know jump I'm, in, please. Yeah, I'm, the, I'm the guy jumping in right now. But yesterday, Mr. Mike Miranda, who is now a track operator as well. Yeah, uh, in Arizona, by yes. here. Yeah, exactly, in Arizona. So he stopped by here. And uh, we did a little bit of a recording thing while he was here at the shop. But the thing we were talking about the whole time was the friendship, the memories, and it, it's kind of scary to think about that Mike and I, you know, I told him, I was like, oh, we've been friends for over 40 years. And he's like, no, we've been friends forever, you know, and <laughs> it's one of those things where you don't lose those bonds. Everything just stays together. And I mean, look at you and I, Rachel. I, I mean, know. how long have we been friends? I mean, I, I know at least 20 years of it. Yes. Yeah, and am I making you sound old right now? No, I, I know, know I'm, I'm old. old. I'm old. Okay, so we, we've, we've only been friends for two years. You're, you're <laughs> young, right? You know, so uh, we've been friends two years. Yeah, no, you were actually a large staple and in the full circle, like, yeah, a huge staple in my teen years, you know, through my, my you know, there's a lot of home stuff going on and you were my team manager and my sponsor. And when things were going down, like, I, I called you. You called me to check on me. Like it was a huge. You you were a support 
then. And I, you know, I would, I honestly, like, had I not been through that, yeah, it's just a huge circle. Everyone, everyone uh, has a connection. You're not painting fences anymore, are you? Huh? You're not painting fences anymore, are you? fences or houses, no. Okay, well, I was probably a couple years ago. And yeah, I went to Mexico once and I ended up doing that, but. Oh, I don't want to know about the Mexico trip. I don't think I'm allowed to hear those. (laughs) That scenario sounds like, Rachel, what you just described with Bill checking on you and you checking in with him is exactly that feeling I want because that's family. I mean, it's a team, but it's family. And the more we go out, the more we meet people, the more we do things together, we do check on each other. Bill just brought up Mike Miranda. And I have this picture on my wall of Mike Miranda because uh, Mike has been an inspiration to me since I was a kid. And now I was going to say we're friends, but we're not. We're family. We're like brothers. Um, I love that. And it's not been forever or 40 years. It's probably been two years or or so. (laughs) But guess what? It's it's all the same. Yeah. And a, a fun fact about Mike Miranda, you guys, I he came over to my house. We went to get, get tacos and we're like, hey, you want to go to Chandler and see just we were only going to drive by the track to show it to him. He goes, I would love to. So we drive over. Rachel was here. It was practice night. I'm walking around with with Hollywood. And he goes, you know, I turned pro here. I was like, what? He goes, yeah, way back in like, I think it was 82, maybe something like that. Yeah. Um, he's like. I raced on the weekend, turned pro on Monday, and raced here for his first his first race. So small yes. world, yeah, small world. Um, and just a cool a cool thing. And then the other part of this that that is fun for me because we keep talking about BMX being family. You can come back to your family if you raced as a kid. You can come back to racing. Everyone's going to welcome you. It's going to be like a what's up. Uh, you're going to have a great time. But the 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 same the same vibes that, that you had as a kid that I had as a kid that Rachel and Bill had as a kid. Right. So you know, Bill was her team manager. Bill would call and check on her. Right. I could show you text messages of Bill just texting me. Hey brother, how you doing? <laughs> just checking in on you. Love you. So that BMX family that he's been doing for, you know, 22 years, right. That he's been doing for the past two years um, <laughs> is, is still, a part of it right it's still something that's so big with this bmx community and it's it's not just about the bike you ride it's not just about the the, the track that you ride at it's about the the traveling group of friends that you are going to make and that are going to enrich your life in the bmx community so we're i'm just going to recap real quick if you want to come back aba is gone nbl is not there usabmx.com is where you go you're going to look up the track directory. You can find the local track to you. You can sign up online. I preferred for me, I came in to find out more details because I'm old. I have questions, you guys. I just don't just, I'm not just going to sign up online for something. So I went to the track, signed myself up, signed Taryn up uh, here at the track. I think it's 70. Was it 80 for the first one? 80 for the first member, 70 for the second and 60 for the third, right? Yep. So um, so you can sign up no, for I'm the family. <laughs> oh, I, I think that's what it was. I, I think that's it. And then it doesn't go as low as 60. Um, but that gives you a three signed three-digit number that you can 
or cannot use. You don't have to race, but you are assigned that number um, uh, per se in the system. And then uh, you're allowed to ride all 300 plus tracks in the United States. So say you're going on vacation, you know, California, you live in Wisconsin. Watch Apple Valley. Your membership works here. There are tracks everywhere. Just find it on usabmx.com, find your local track, call it up, or just go to the track on the day that it's open and tell them I'm new. I want to, I want to, I want to be a part of this BMX community. And it's probably, it's literally as simple as that. Like, um, it's awesome. If you don't have a crew, like people are out there trying to find their family friends still at the, you know, in the thirties, forties, you know, um, if you, if you like bikes, any kind of bikes, mountain bike, uh, uh, park bikes. bikes, park bike, big bikes, big bikes. Uh, cruisers, is If you were a road, if you like road bikes at some point, like everything transitions over, all the proficiencies transfer over. Um, and yeah, you just need to come find find your crew because yeah. I guarantee you, you will find it at a BMX track. Yeah. Okay. So let me ask you a question real quick. Um, I just want your input because we were talking before you came on about getting back into by uh getting back into BMX or being a first time BMXer at someone my age or someone around my age. Um, Bill, what, like you, you, you have a family of super talented pro and, and, you know, all these, all these young folks who can, who are just amazing at the track They're they're racing all the big races, the nationals and they're bringing home the trophies and they're having a lot of fun. You know, you know, you've got the, that circle. What would you say to a guy like me who's never been on a, a a sanctioned BMX racetrack going, you know, I want to do this, but what should I, how should I do this? Or what should I do? Uh, would, would you encourage me? And if so, in what oh, way? I'd definitely encourage you. I'd say, come on out, have fun. Um, it's strange since we've started doing the YouTube videos, we've had a lot of guys calling that are 50 years old, 55 years old saying, Hey, I used to race 30 years ago, or I wanted to race 30 years ago and I never did. What should I do? Come on out, come to your local track. And it's the same conversation that you guys are having now. I'm having with them one-on-one on the phone saying, Hey, hold on. Let me help you find your local track. Where are you at? Okay. Here. Oh, I know that track operator. He's really cool. Here, tell him I told you to come on out. And here's what you need to do. Come on out. Go ride. And on our YouTube channel right now, and I'm not trying to hype our YouTube channel, but... Please do. Go ahead. Well, what we've been doing is we have a series that we've started to where we have how to pump, how to manual, how to jump, how to get a gate start. What to expect the first time you show up at a BMX track. So that that way, we're trying to make it to where we're breaking down that intimidation wall. So we don't want anyone to be afraid when they show up at the track. And once they get on that track for the first time, not every track has a great local trainer and local coach like you, Rachel. Not everybody has that, okay? So our track, Apple Valley BMX, We have an amazing track operator out there running it for me, Melissa. She runs it and she kills it out there. And her daughter, Bella, she's been killing it out there for us to where she is doing a lot of local clinics. 
but she's not always out there. And sometimes we get new people showing up and they're like, ah, how do I do this? They don't know how to go read the moto board. They don't know what to do. They don't know how to do staging and they'll get up on the gate and they get intimidated to where they're like, oh, I got to ride down that hill. Oh, I got to jump that jump. Don't be intimidated. You can coast around the track the entire way. You don't have to jump. You don't have to do that. When you're ready, the track will be ready for you. And there's going to be great coaches like you, Rachel, at almost every track out there. Not everyone, but almost everyone that is willing to help and great local expert riders that are willing to help. Because just like you said, you're going to find your crew. You're going to find your people. You your will. people are going to gravitate towards you and uh -huh. they're going to go, hey, dude, what's up? Dig your bike. That's cool, man. Yeah. How long you been riding? What's exactly. going on? Come on out. Hey, we're going to go for pizza. You want to go for pizza? Hey, we're going to go do this. You know, and all of a sudden you're going to go, this is kind of cool. I yeah. like this. Oh, I'm going to do this every Friday or I'm going to do this every Thursday or I'm going to do this. And the kids, if you're bringing your kids out, they're going to be jonesing for it. They're going to be like, dad, let's go. Dad, I did my homework. I took out the trash. I picked up the dog poo. Let's go. Yeah. I yeah. want to go to the track. I want to go ride. It happens. I can tell I can tell you, Taryn, my, my 10-year-old does it, and Aiden and Bodie, my 15-year-olds that would like Fortnite and video games or their love and their passion. If I say, Hey, you guys want to go to the track? Boom, let's go. They yeah. they will drop everything to go and roll around the track. They love it. Um, Bill. This teased me up because, well, let me ask you a, a, like a leading question into what I'm going. We have an audience. We ride big 26-inch, 29-inch BMX bikes. If I sign up, can I come to a track with my big BMX bike and do practice? Absolutely. Like you can. The So the other night someone was here. I was going to say, like, I think from it's always been like that, even in the seven or the 70s and 80s, you come to the, hey, man, I dig your bike. Hey, let's go for pizza. You know, hey, you know yep. that it's always kind of been like that. It's uh, it's just one of those cultures and the bike. You can bring your mountain bike out here. You can bring your big bike out here. I had someone come out here on beginner clinic. It was Wednesday. So the beginner clinic, he hasn't raced in 25 years. He had a seat so high, it was a cruiser. And I, I honestly, like, I didn't know how to approach it other than like, hey, man, like he obviously raced in the in the 80 or in the, you know, 25, 25, 30 years ago. And he was fast. He was fast for not have been riding for 25 years. And uh, I was like, the jumps are built a little differently. So you're going to they're bigger and you're going so fast and you control it. But at some point it's going to, it's going to come up and that seat's going to hit you, hit you where, yeah. And you're going to go flying. So, you're going to get bucked. I'm going to lower my seat. <laughs> yeah. Cause I'm going to lower my seat. Um, but it was the same kind of bike. It was a, cru a cruiser bike. Um, I've seen people out here on their mountain bikes like Clifton uh, USA BMX has a mountain bike class now. Bring your dirt jumper. We've got a class out there now for USA BMX. Yes. Right. Um, they don't advertise it properly. They don't promote it properly. But 
USA BMX, we have a dirt jump class. Yes. You can bring your dirt jumper. We also here at Chandler, I do a mountain bike DJ uh, morning or day um, where it's only mountain bikes and DJs. So like no BMX bikes, no one, and they can, they can come out and, and ride for two hours, same price, $10 for practice. And I've heard those mountain bikers say that it helps there. It helps. It's almost like training for, for them, for like the mountains and stuff. Like, um, and then it's so nice to have a track all to themselves almost without having to deal with the BMX there's a little bit, you know, it's yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. They, uh, their own separate practice. They feel involved in the BMX, you know, but they're still riding their bikes, the big bikes. Um, who else comes out here on a big bike? So we, what we, we tend to do, we have like a lot of guys like Miles and, and Donald. We have a lot of folks that join our, from our ride out group that we ride around with that will also come out here and race on their 24, their 20s. Um, a lot of the nostalgia guys will come out and they're like riding 84 hutches, you know, and, and they have the best time out here and I have the best time watching them. But uh, one of the things, Bill, I have a question about, speaking of like the big bikes, and if yeah. I was an 80s kid and I had an 80s, let's, I don't know, let's say I had, we're talking about Mike. We, I had a Hutch Hollywood when I was uh, 12 years old back in 1984. And now okay. I want, I'm 50. I want to come back. My mind is going to think I need to go buy that Hutch again. So I tell me about what is different between, because you touched on the modern jumps and things like that. Bill, what's different between the bikes when you first started building them and what you were building now? Can you give us like a novice intro into what you've done over the past 40 years? Sure. So Mike and I actually had this conversation yesterday, and it's kind of funny. He called me up the other day and said, hey, I have this track now. I'm going to start racing because we don't have enough people out here to sign up all the time. So instead of just ghosting a class... I'm going to start filling the gate. I'm going to race. So, Bill, I need to buy a bike. And he wanted a 20-inch because Hollywood wanted a Hollywood. Yeah. So I sent him a 20-inch Pro Double XL, and he put it together. And he was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm used to riding my 29-inch Cannondale mountain bike. And now I'm getting on a little 20-inch Pro XL. Wow. And he's like, Hey, I'm on my way out there, Bill. I need to pick up a cruiser. What do you got in Pro XL cruisers? Because I, I need to find that middle ground. And he had said that he read a report, or not a report. Jeez, I, I say a report. It was a Facebook posting. But he was reading it and taking it as a report that someone was saying, hey, don't come back and ride a 20-inch if that's what you think. Get on a 24. Get on a 26 feel comfortable with the bike. And while we were having that conversation, we got talking about how the fact that the first time he and I met, you know, I was already six foot three at 13 years old and I was riding a bike with an 18 inch top tube. So when I built my first frame, the first thing I did was I gave it a 21 inch top tube or 20.5 inch top tube, you know, two and a half inches longer than anything that was out there in production. And part of that was that Kevin Harlow had had me try his cruiser because I was going to give up on BMX. I was done. I'm like, oh, there's no way I can ride this thing. I feel like, you know, a bear on a circus bike, you know, just, you know, right, right. <laughs> but you know, now everything's kind of grown, everything's stretched out. 
And now you're starting to see some of the bikes shorten back up a little bit. A lot of the Euro guys have been going for quad XLs and five XLs and six XLs. And, and now they're realizing, oh, no, that was way too long. We started going super long for the big hill. And yeah, we went a little too long. We went a little too crazy. You know, mountain bikers are starting to do the same thing to where they're like those Mondrakers or whatever, where they had, you know, 12 block long front ends, you know, to like, oh, it's good. You know, the rider area, it's 50 feet long. It will give you stability. Well, yeah, but try and turn that thing. There's no <laughs> way you can turn. So you've got to find that balance. And that's the thing that a lot of people don't understand is that you've got to, you've got to deal with the human anatomy human anatomy god hasn't changed the way that our skeletal structure changes you know your shoulders and your wrists and your elbows yeah it's pretty much the same as it was way back when so you know if you're gonna ride a bike if you're gonna okay well here's the track here's the way it goes and you need to have a certain amount of wheelbase and a certain amount of angle and you know so I don't mean to go off on a tangent, but bikes have changed. You know, back in the day, they were kids' bikes. They were making the back end equal to the front end. And we've progressed. And we've gotten into a modern area where people actually care about the production of a BMX bike. And they actually take it as a professional sporting good and a professional riding equipment. And they want it to fit a human being properly. And that's why there's 17 different sizes from a micro mini to fit, you know, an under three-year-old all the way up to a pro quad XL to fit, you know, a monster like Mara Stromberg's, you know, which I don't know if anybody's going to remember his name, even though he's a two-time Olympic yeah, gold medal. I remember his name 100%. Cheryl does. Yeah. yeah. Well, I so, mean, a lot of the people who are watching may not remember. I mean, that's like... I, I, I throw Bubba Harris's name out there all the time. And, you know, I know Bubba Harris. You guys know Bubba Harris. But it's funny to where people are like, Bubba Harris? Who's Bubba Harris? And it's like, well, he just got inducted into yeah. the USA BMX Hall of Fame. You know, he's got a few number one pro titles, world championship title. He's a great coach. He's a pastor, a father. You know, he's, he's, he's one of those good role models you might want to do. You know, he ran super camp with his dad for the last 25 years probably taught more kids how to race bmx than anyone on the planet but yeah That's i don't know why, why would you want to know that name <laughs> yeah, yeah multiple frames no, like no, let me ask you that talking about that because you and i have had conversations about some of the stuff bubba talks about and and uh you know like josh has talked about the os bikes coming yeah. back you hear i've heard the term a lot uh from my my race friends that are my age uh, we're like, dude, you got to get an OS. You got to get an OS. I'm just nodding. Like, I know exactly what you're talking about, but probably I have no idea what you're talking about until I started to research it. What in a, in a you know, can you tell us what OS means when people talk about OS frames? Sure. So OS is that 451 wheel of diameter, um, which is what you typically find on like a micro, a mini, a junior, an expert. So it's that taller wheel, which used to be the Schwinn size diameter that everybody kind of pushed away in terms for the 406 20 inch wheel. Yeah. And back in 2000, 
uh, what was it, 2007, 2008, um, Tioga got together with Alienation and GT, and they were trying to make Mikey Day faster at the Olympics. And they said, hey, he's a really tall guy. He's a really big guy. And going down the start hill, we're going to give him the advantage by going with an OS wheel. So they went through the rule books and figured it out and said, okay, we can go to a 451 wheel. And by going with this 451 wheel, we can give him a bigger wheel. It's going to make him faster. He's going to be able to hit the obstacles better. Everything's going to be better. And this is going to be, it's going to be the cheat code for, you know, what using one of your terms, Isaac, you know, and they're like, this is going to be awesome. And Mikey went out there and tested it a couple times and immediately put it away. And they found out that it was actually slower. He didn't feel right on it. They couldn't get the gearing right on it. It just didn't feel right. And he went back to a traditional 20 inch wheel and it took decades. I mean, well, a decade and a half for it to slowly evolve forward to where us older guys who necessarily don't necessarily need to be faster, but want to have the fun and want that stability of that bigger wheel that larger diameter wheel to where it's kind of like a cross between a cruiser and a 20 inch. And we had built some prototypes because we had a few of our riders say, Hey, you know, you should really look into this OS 20. And I'm like, Oh no, Mikey and I talked about it. And I know all the details from what Mikey said and no way we're not going to do it. And one of our distributors over in England talked me into it because GT was dumping all the GTs over in England to where they're like, oh, we're just going to dump them over there. Nobody will see them. Nobody will mess with them. And it's like, all right, well, now he's a distributor over in the UK. And Andy was like, Bill, come on, man. Everybody over here is riding a GTOS 20. I've got to be on a Supercross. You have to do this. So I'm like, fine, I'll do it. But I'm doing it against my will, but I'm going to do it for you. And we built free. Andy, and I said, no, 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 not Andy Contez, my distributor over in um, okay. the UK. Um, but Andy has called with some pretty weird ideas too. And I mean, you've I was seen say, it, didn't sound, it didn't literally sound off the beaten path. For, <laughs> no, 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 okay. not at all. <laughs> I haven't heard from him in a couple of years, but I used to get some calls a while back, you know. Um, but so we built these frames and I sent Tim Dinger one. I sent one to Andy over in the UK. And then I gave Randy Roberts one. Randy didn't build it. Tim didn't build it. You know, they're like, Bill, you know, and Randy, him and Mikey Day, best friends for the last 30 years, whatever. And Randy's like, Bill, Mikey's already told me about all about this OS stuff. I, I'm not touching it. I'm not doing it. I'm not going to do it. Said, all right, man, whatever. So when he was getting ready for his back surgery, after he had herniated out his back, he's like, Bill, he goes, I'm just going to race cruiser from now on. I don't think I can ride 20 inch anymore. And, you know, it sucks because I really like riding 20 inch. And Charlie, his son, you know, was about five, six years old. And he's like, man, I really like riding with Charlie and got to do something. And I said, man, just put it together. Just put it together as a play bike, whatever. And 
he called me up one day and he's like, Bill, this is the funny, funnest effing thing I've ever written. And it was like, oh, well, then we're making them. Because just like with Bubba, you know, on the Chromali, you know, Bubba's like, Bill, this is the fun machine. You know, this is fun. And then Turnell rode Randy's and was like, oh, Bill, this is so fun. This is so fun. It's not faster, but it's funner. Yeah. And that to me, I mean, and, and Miranda and I were talking about this yesterday. BMX is supposed to be fun. And yeah, being fast is fun. So don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. Being fast is fun. But being fun is better than being fast. Or having fun is being better than fast. Or how yeah. how did I put those? You're always going to get better when you're having fun. Like Exactly. Oh, I like, like that. That's, that's fun a, that's a fun trumps formula. fast. Fun trumps fast. The fun factor always has to win. I mean, and, and this is something to where I did a little interview with BBC this morning. British Broadcasting Company is that what it is? Uh, we've got that little kid, Ty, who rides for us over in the UK. I love yeah. Ty BMX. You guys, he has some of the best stuff on Instagram. Look up Ty BMX. Yeah, keep going. Dude, Ty, Ty's awesome, right? And his family, Luke and B. Oh my God, talk about great people, right? And so here's this little kid, eleven years old, has Shanae's Reed in his corner, has Kai White in his corner, has Trey White as his personal coach, right? And the BBC was like, oh, well, you know, he went to the Euros and he only got fourth. And I'm like, no, 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 you guys are missing it. It was his first time to the Euros. All I cared about is, did he have fun? That's all I want to know. Did he have fun? He's 11 years old. Yeah. Let him have fun. Look who he's got in his corner. He's got the best support system from his family. He's got the some of the best riders. He he has the best riders in the UK to ever be there in his corner. Yeah. We're in his corner. Let the kid have fun. Yep. He's going to develop with all those people oh. in his corner. He's just, he's got so much to support. There is no failure. There's only fun. No. Getting better. Yeah. Just let him have fun. And, and I mean, Isaac and I have talked about this before when we did the interview with Craig before. You know, to where we were talking about, you know, how people are like, oh, new school BMX sucks compared to old school BMX. I'm like, no, 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 guys, stop. I said, have you seen Little Rider Murky? Have you seen him going out there doing the little dog pissers off all the little jumps and just tearing it up and having fun? He's having fun. This is what BMX is all about. This is why you're still here, Rachel. This is why you're still here, Isaac. This is why tearing it up took off to go out to the track already. She ditched <laughs> us boring old people and went out to the track. Right. She yeah. tearing it up. It's like, I'm out of here, guys. I am going to go tear it up. I'm done with you guys. You guys are old and talking about BMX. I'm going to go ride BMX. Yeah. Speaking of riding BMX, I, this one's for Cheryl and Bill. If you guys want to jump in or tandem this, that's fine. Okay. I want to maximize fun, too super maximize fun and i also want to go out and try to think i'm going to be fast but fun and then try to be fast when i'm thinking here's my question i'm the guy who like if i'm going to start something new i want to get it 
all involved. I want the best bike, the best wheels. I want the best componentry. Do I need that? Can I can I get in the gate uh, uh, with something that's not the most ultra high performance? Uh, the reason I'm asking this because my thought process is this: if I get in with a beginner setup and I put some heart into it and some effort into it, I'm going to eventually want to upgrade and then upgrade as my skill level builds up. Should I just go for the the Cadillac on day one? No. Uh, or or should I should I just build this tiered system, Cheryl? Who chose right? Who's Cheryl? Yeah, this very. Yeah, Cheryl. What is it? I know Rachel. Rachel, Rachel. Rachel. I meant Rachel. I, I, I apologize. I apologize. You can call me Phil. I'll be Cheryl. I'll be Rachel. I'll be Cheryl for the rest yeah. of the show. Rachel. Your audio was yeah. I apologize. It's okay. Give me, give me your answer. Can we call him Greg? Yeah. Ooh. Greg. yeah. Or Rig. We'll call him Greg. Yeah. Or Joe. Just Joe. You don't need that stuff. Who's Joe? Um, it's an, e I think it's an ego. I think it's an ego thing, especially as adults. Now that we have money, we are established, you know, our priorities are finally in line and, uh, Hey, if we want to splurge for a little bike here and there, you know, we can go do it. Um, if we want to go finance a $10,000 road bike or mountain bike, we could probably do it. Right. Uh, it's just whether or not we should, I personally do not think you should go buy the Lamborghini of bikes right away. Um, I think you should take those stepping stones because Wait till your I second think... week. <laughs> <laughs> Says the bike maker. Maybe your third. Right. Says yeah. the guy selling and making all the bikes. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> what the, this is this question is for both of you. So it sounds like for me, saying hey, Joe Greg, brought up the question. Yeah, right. Thanks, Joe. So so the, thanks, welcome. Joe. My, Anytime my, I can help. <laughs> Joe Azuzu. Joe Azuzu. Remember that guy? Okay, so here's my question though. So Craig coming back on like I just want to have fun. Yeah. I'm not I want to yeah, I'm I'm riding my 26 inch RS7, right? So that's what I ride out here. I think it's a blast. Um the AMX2, the AMX250 26 I also bring out here. So for me, I'm dialed because I am set on the bike that I love to it's the same bike I, I pick up when I'm gonna go to wheelies, go to the store, ride around the block with my kids, go to the track. Same bike. Craig. If he wants to get a 20-inch bike, so so Bill and, and Rachel, an OS20 sounds like sure. that's the, the best bet. Yeah, right. It's it sounds like an OS20 is going to be the best option for, for Craig if he wants to go 20-inch. Is that you know, if we're not caring about speed, uh, we just want to have stability and fun. I think the OS20, I've ridden OS21 uh once and just tried somebody's out because I wanted to know what the Wanted to know what the hype was, you know, like I ride all the bikes. I know what all the bikes feel like for the most part. What's this OS 20 jumped on it. Yeah, it is. It's, it's a smooth ride. It is a smooth ride for older people. We do want to go fast, but we don't want to die. We don't want to crash. We don't want to, we do have I to, want to die but later, way later. Not while we're trying to show up on the track. Our friends and go fast, right? Like no. <laughs> so and honestly, what people don't understand is all those parts, all those super super good parts. Uh, you you instantly get better at the track right away. You're you're when you hit that plateau of I'm not getting any better, I'm not working any harder. Then I think invest in your Lamborghini parts and start building up. You know, um, and uh, yeah, yeah, no, I 
I don't think you need that. Okay, so Cheryl, Cheryl. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, Joe. No, I'm just (laughs) messing with everybody on their names now. No, Rachel. So um, I've actually talked so many people out of buying carbon bikes because they'll call and they'll say, hey, my kid is a six intermediate and I need to get him on a Vision F1. And I'm like, no, you don't. And no, I I need him to be on the best. No, you don't. You really don't. And they're like, but I've got my credit card in hand. I'm ready. No, no, I'm sorry. You don't need that. No. And you don't want that. You, You want to be able to build as your skills progress, just like you said. So the older people, us people walking with canes and all of that fun stuff, you know, yeah, I mean, we want to have good quality. Hey, I'm not walking with a cane yet either. So (laughs) I'll I'll, I'll wait till you walk with a cane before I walk with a cane. I'll show you, Miss Rates to the Chill, right? (laughs) Um, But no, you... You've got you've to build with it, just like Craig was saying. You know, It's great to be able to say, oh, I can go out and buy it. But I've seen too many people go out and spend five grand on it, go out to the track, do it once, and go, oh, I'm going to die of a heart attack. And then the bike sits and collects dust. Yeah. yeah. Or they'll call and say, hey, I only rode it once. Will you buy it back for me? No. No, yeah. I won't buy it back from you. I'm, like, I'm not a used bike dealer. I'm sorry. Yeah, and that's and that's kind of like where I was getting at because, like, one, I'm being honest. I'm the type that wants something better than the level I'm at because I'm like, okay, I'll get there eventually. So why not just get something a couple tiers up? But I I'm thinking there's that. other folks out there too. Yeah, and mm-hmm. uh, you know, it's just like it's just really like one of those things. Like, what do I really need? What should I start out with as opposed to, like you said, Rachel, that you don't need all that. You know, you really don't have to to come at this high tiered level just yet. There's time for that. There's time to build up to that. And like you said, Bill, you've talked people out of it. And here you are, somebody who owns a bike company. Um, And that's commendable. Like, look, you can get there and that could be something in the future. But let's let's just go out there and see see if you like it, see if you enjoy it, right? I mean, makes sense to me. I'm gonna make room for a special guest. Speaking, real quick. speaking of the Lamborghini of all bikes, and you don't need to go all out. What's up, mailman? <laughs> What's up, baby? How you doing? <laughs> How you doing, baby? It's gorgeous. I'm good, man. I'm good. How, How you doing? doing, baby? I'm doing all right. Doing all right, man. Right on. You guys, this is George, Factory Supercross. He's also one of the coaches out here. Yep, he's so, uh, Hey, George. Hey. So we're we're we just gorgeous. We are we're talking about getting uh, people like he's put on his jersey. Together. He's going all factory. He's ready to go. He's coach Man, mode. He's it's in coach mode. It's a super cross reunion. Oh, so it's so time. Like, people like us, like this is Craig, uh, my co-host here. We talk. We're talking about like coming back to BMX. People that are our age, you yeah. know, coming back and like. The topic we're on right now, hey, you coming back, do you have to go buy some carbon bike? Can you get like a, what's, what's your advice for coming back to BMX? Do you have to go buy the Lamborghini bike or what would you suggest? No, it's it's always, I've seen some some posts and some guys want to try and come back and it's it's for the love of it, for the fun of it. So, 
you know, get out there, grab the, the you know, a neighbor's bike, something, grab a bike, um, get that feel for being back on the track again. And sure enough, pretty soon you're going to want the Lamborghini of bikes and that's going to happen. So, um, but, but just coming back, if you haven't been in it in, you know, several years, things have changed, tracks have changed, bikes have changed. Uh, definitely just jump back in, ride your local track and then go out and get your Lamborghini because you know you want one. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's ironic that the same theme that we've had, which is we've been talking about the number one thing, fun. Yeah. Unprompted. He just walked in, had no idea. We're like, what's the most important thing? Fun. <laughs> he comes in. What's the first thing he says? Come out, get a neighbor's bike, go have some fun. Yeah. You guys, we're not joking when we say fun is what it's all about. Yeah. Love that. Definitely. Yeah. Bill, yeah, that's a hundred percent. What I was just gonna say, George, that was a that was a great cold start because we we had just finished that conversation, and for you to come in and just relay that and to say it's about that, you know, right. fun from day one. Let me ask you this, George, since yeah. you're just stepping in and you're a coach as well, and you're factory supercross. If it's me on day one, I'm a 50 year old guy who's been riding bikes his whole life, but I've never really been to a track. We know now, I know now that I don't need to roll out the Lamborghini on day one. Matter of fact, I might get a cross eye from you um, or Rachel or Bill or Isaac going, okay, what's your deal, bro? That's fine. <laughs> but what, coach, what do I need on my first day? If I've got a bike I can bring, and there's no question with that, is there anything else besides just having a good attitude or or whatever? What, what can you tell me that I'm going to need on my first day? at a USA BMX track? You know, I think you just kind of nailed it on the head. And some of it is attitude. So come in with, with reasonable expectations on yourself. Don't beat yourself up if you're not doing all the things that you see the 13 or 14 or 15-year-olds do. Because by golly, when I was 13, I was like, oh, I think I'm everything. And then now I see 13-year-olds in their boost and triples. And, and I'm like, uh, hey, can you teach me that? Or you need to be teaching me <laughs> your class. So come in with the right expectations um, and, you know, don't be, don't beat yourself up if you're not doing everything within the first week. It takes some time. We've all been doing this for quite a period of time and it just takes a little bit of time and, and patience and, and that type of thing to, to, uh, to jump back in on the saddle. As long as you can ride the bike, that's the biggest thing, especially with moms and dads, man. You know, if they're going to jump back in the, in the, uh, in the arena, you want to just make sure that they're, they're not getting in there with expectations of, okay, I got to be some elite pro and I got to be an Olympian type of thing. No, you just got to jump in the, jump in the arena and have, you know, have that fun and good attitude. I couldn't have said it better. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's, I, I, think I have that's to good. agree. Yeah. Having fun, the proper attitude, just coming out there and knowing that, Hey, I'm going to learn something today. Yeah. That's going to be the biggest thing is that, okay. You know, I am not all that and a bag of chips. You know, I am going to learn something and I need to listen to my coaches because yeah. my coaches have been here. My coaches know what's going on and they've been doing this for a lot longer than I have. And I need to keep my ears open and my mouth shut and, you know, just kind of go with the flow. As the track operator, I do need to spin off of that. You do need to have a helmet. You can wear a half cut, but, you know, with the cost of health insurance and dental insurance, we suggest and strongly encourage you to wear a full face <laughs> helmet 
We do have them here. Uh, we do not charge for them. And I do spray them thoroughly after every use. And we also, you also need long pants and long sleeves. So it's just layers of protection. So you ride the track, even on hot days. Um, and then uh, also, also I was been, I've been adding this too. Uh, closed-toed shoes. Like kids are be kids are showing up, um, and sometimes even parents want to ride with Crocs on, and that's not oh. okay. You are gonna slip a pedal, and you're gonna end up with something torn for sure. Like just closed-toed shoes, long long sleeve, and long pants, and a helmet. So that and that's it, and a good attitude. Um, we have rental bikes here. If you're if you don't even have whatever bike you have at home, bring. But if you don't have a bike, we have rentals here and um, we have ample amount of rentals here. And most of the time we have one that will fit almost everyone. Yeah. yeah. So basically, like like you've said, Coach George, Rachel, Bill, <laughs> if I come, I just want to get if I just if I bring the right attitude, the right disposition, I literally can just bring those things in some proper clothing attire, the helmet, the bike. And a safe or at least a track that I can feel safe being around others who know what they're doing, who are going to help me get on that track and build some confidence and build some skills. That's really all I need to get started in a USA BMX membership. And we're good to go. Is that yeah. is that correct? Yeah. Easy. Yeah. It's easy. Awesome. Here's the, the other cool thing. Friends and skills. Yeah. Here's here's another cool thing just I want to tell you. Like, unlike other sports, like when I when when my daughter Taryn comes out, she'll come to a clinic, she'll come to beginner classes. I don't have to pay, it's not like I'm buying, you know, a commitment of a year for training. I can literally have her come out, pay for the day, and she gets coached by Rachel. Once she's ready to level up, I can come out and just pay for a session with George. And so it's not like you have to commit to, it's not a gym membership where you're like locked in. I'm going to get training for six months. It's it's come when you're ready, as you are, pay for what you need. It's it, No one's trying to milk you like other sports. It's literally all about you. You come, have some fun with your family, live your life, and, and be a kid again if that's what you want to do. There's nothing wrong with that. Now you have a better paper route. You might be able to get some better parts, uh, but that's cool. You know, that's what you always wanted to do, but don't you don't have to spend your entire savings to go buy a brand new carbon bike when an aluminum or a chromoly bike is going to make you just as happy. You will not be any faster going out of the gate. And then you can spend the money upgrading the parts that you know you need. That's the, that's the other part that I, I keep hearing from a lot of people is like, hey, do I need carbon forks? Nope. Not going to make you any faster. It's just something that you can use. Now, is it going to make him faster? Absolutely, but it's just a different at a different stage. When I get to that level, I'm ready to upgrade to yeah. something that's going to take me to that next level. But like in the meantime, performance wise, there's very little room for improvement there. Like he knows form, he knows his manuals, he knows that. So improving on the better parts that are going to make him stronger or faster or accelerate better are going to actually benefit him because he's already been through all the hard work. He's yeah. already reached that level. Like most of these kids, those six intermediates, you know, um, do we really want our kids to peak at 11 intermediate, six intermediate and give them all the best no. things that they, that the, all the, all the greater things in life without working for it? 
Mr. Joe Lamborghini. Like Craig. Uh, I like Joe Lamborghini. Isaac. Joe Lamborghini. That's, I want to I want to change my name down here to Joe Lamborghini. We we all want we all want those the fancy things. We do. And it's actually it's actually uh it's it, it's actually an issue with society, the mass consumption. Do we can buy it, but do we have to have it? We actually get better by using the thing by developing our skills with not the better parts first and um, opposed to having you know i i wanted to shoot pool a long time ago and like you know how how expensive pool sticks can be yeah it's oh, insane yeah. or yeah. bowling balls you know like you the getting a bowling ball drilled like but you know what i can i can bowl a, a 190 or almost a 200 with, with the ones that you rent yeah. you know it's like the freebies yes enjoy having fun first with what you have and then if you're invested in it and you want to get better there's those you get the parts and you get the you get the experience the coachings from the georges and the you know um the good tracks and stuff so all right, real quick, I'm going to pause because I know I promised you that I could get you out by 7. 7.15, I don't want you to be late for your appointment. If okay. you have to do that, I got class. I got class. I got to be at. Guys, guys. Thank you, everybody. Thank yeah. you so yeah. much, Rachel. Yeah. Thank you, Coach George. You. You bet. Bye, George. Bye, Cheryl. <laughs> hey, before I go, if the kids want to be in class for six months, they can be in class for six months. Yeah, I was actually going to say, you know, if you want to prepay George for the next year, He's got his little swipe thing going. <laughs> we'll get you there. All right. Yes. See you guys later. Bye, George. Thank you. Right. Thank you. Bye, right. George. So that was fun. That wasn't even planned. That's really fun. Um, and that's just one of the things, man. You never know who's going to show up at your local track, who your local, you know, who your local coaches are going to be. Uh, could be easily run into people that are going to net represent the United States. Um, so when is your next? You said your next race is in. Scotland? Yeah. I really haven't even been racing, but I always told everyone um, that, you know, being the track operator, oh, when are you going to race again? I'm like, ah, you know, I'm waiting for the race, right? Well, I'm I'm realizing that, it, you know, those that goal sheet and stuff, uh, if I did want to have a world title under my belt, which I personally don't think it's too far from, too far off, you know, too far-fetched, right? Like, uh, a lot of people will say that out loud. It, I, I feel like um, it's different. It's different. Um, but I feel like the opportunity to do that and to show all the kids that I'm coaching and the people that I'm around is 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 going to close because my age and um, anything's happening and my priorities are changing as I'm becoming the track operator and getting into um, nothing lasts forever. So like it, it's almost ignorant to not, uh, be taking the right steps to learn and figure out what my next step is. Now, I don't think that my next step is going to be a girl pro. I definitely don't think, but I do think it's, it's to inspire, show these kids, all especially all of them, since really none of them have seen me race. Um, it's closing. And since Worlds is in the, in the United States again next year, it's a completely different racing process. And I want to be able to get that process down this year and then bring it home to the United States next year. So regardless of how I do in performance wise, um, which I, you know, I'm going, I'm going with things in mind. Exactly. I'm obviously going with things in mind or I wouldn't be going. Going way to the chill, way to the chill, but way to the chill. I want to bring it back to the United States and help the kids that want to 
enjoy that journey of racing the world, you know, and prepping them because half most of the pressure comes from not being prepared. Like it's not the racing, it's just not being prepared. So I want to be able to prepare them, calm their nerves, and then let's go race and have fun. Like I love it. Okay, so good luck out there. Thank you so much. Have fun. I'm gonna let you get out of here because you got prior commitments. So thanks for joining us today. Look for Rachel Blackwell. And what what's it's gonna be in Scotland? Scotland, it's in Glasgow. Um from the third Bill, can you help me when is Worlds? It's the third. Yeah, August third to or no, August, yeah, August third to tenth, something like or that. The, or the thirteenth. I'm not sure. It's it's the first couple well, weeks. I know Spencer is, leaves next Sunday, so I think I think it's the third to the tenth. I know I could be completely wrong. We're gonna I be, just know he leaves next Sunday. We'll be passing out the United States jerseys on my birthday on August 3rd at, at the hotel or, you know, the convention center or whatever. Um, and then I think racing starts on the fourth, the fourth or practice is on the fourth or fifth. So it's, um, it's, it's, a, it's a long time. Will you post your results and will you post updates from the Chandler BMX Instagram? Yes. So see what you're doing while you're over there. Yes. I try to keep Appreciate the, you. I try to keep the, the account separate, but since I do post for Chandler BMX, um, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be mainly my my Scotland trip. So I love it. Well, I'm gonna be rooting for you, Rachel, and Thank definitely you. good luck. And uh, yeah, that, have a lot of fun. But yeah, awesome. go go kick some butt and and, uh, and do it. Yeah. I appreciate it. Go Thank you. See you, Craig. Bye, Bill. All right, take care. All right, Bye, Rachel. I'm gonna go ahead. We'll wrap up. We'll wrap up now. Um, so I mean, you guys, BMX is is alive. BMX is well. BMX is still as fun as you remember it. It's probably even more fun now because you don't have all the the weird stuff about self-esteem that maybe you did or maybe you were like, man, I don't want to look like a poser. And now you're 50 and you're like, I don't care what everybody thinks. I'm just going to go ride my bike. You're going to have an amazing time out at the track. Bring whatever bike you got. Bring what you got. Take the pegs off. Wear long sleeves. Wear some pants. Wear some clothes. Don't wear croc open toe <laughs> shoes i felt attacked but i just stayed quiet so wear some good <laughs> shoes and i think joe lamborghini felt attacked too so i'm sorry <laughs> yeah <laughs> I did, but i deserved mine isaac isaac <laughs> Crocs. he doesn't deserve but it you got everything you need take your kids out there and, and here's the thing you guys i'm i've dropped about 40 pounds just cruising around the bike track um having a good time with my kids so doing why did you send it to stuff, me yeah, oh, I traded you, Will. Yeah, right. Yeah, I know. Why did you send it to me? <laughs> but it's it's a great time out here. BMX is alive and well. You can participate at whatever level you want to participate. If you want to race, you can race. If you want to ride around the track and just get better at your bike. Cool. It's cheap. It's cheaper than going to the gym, and you're going to have an amazing time. You're going to make some friends. My biggest advice, what changed my fun level, what, I mean, I was at a 10, what took me to like 20. I started telling all my big bike ride out friends, hey, you guys, I'm at Chandler. We do it on Tuesdays. Come right around the track with us. It's 10 bucks and you can ride your big bike on real jumps and you don't have to worry about cars. And so all of my big bike friends, a good majority of them have started coming out. They got memberships. They renewed their memberships. They come out and literally we all line up on a gate. There's eight of us. They can they can gate and we all just roll around together. It's like they call it the dad gate, and we all laugh about it. We're, we hoop, you know, holler and hoop up, and you know we're out there wearing flannels. We don't look like everybody else, but man, 
we have a good old time. And I promise you, every one of those kids, every one of those parents that are out there, they're cheering us on for our little goofy gate that we do. So come out to be a next year. Can I inject one little thing that's kind of funny about this? Is that that's the way that the cruiser class started back in the day was the dads out there racing because the dads wanted to ride. And I was talking with Turnell Henry today and Turnell was telling me how in Reno, he was so impressed that how fast Pete Longkarevich was back doing again and how fast Charlie Williams was back again and how fast Eric Simmons was back again. But what impressed him the most was that Nick Long was standing at the sidelines cheering all of them on and that Nick Long was waiting at the finish line for him to give them all high fives and good jobs. So here, you know, an Olympian who is now racing vet pro is standing at the finish line, giving all the 60 and over guys high fives. He stayed and waited and watched and was just like, dude, you guys are killing it. I'm learning so much from watching you guys. Your skill set is so rad. And that's the thing. Everybody enjoys watching everybody else ride. You can learn so much from it and it's fun and it's the camaraderie and it's the friendship and everybody needs to just come out and ride. Amen, man. Bill, I don't think I could close that any better than you just did. So I want to thank you for coming out and being our surprise guest. I was so excited for you to see Rachel again because I've heard her talk about what it was like being 14 and calling Bill when she's painting the house. And I'm going to quit BMX. Bill's like, no, you're not. And so I've heard that story. So I was really excited to get you guys on a, on a call where you can see each other again. Rachel's doing fantastic. Uh, I want to also thank George for coming in and giving his advice. Bill, thank you for making time. I mean, you're over thank here. You building for having me. You're always open for you guys. So thank you for having me. We love you, Craig. Thank you, my friend, for coming and being honest about like, hey, man, I just want to get out here and have some fun. And, uh, you know, dude, I think we got a thing. We can sign up, man, and you and I can both just track our our track times and just be like, hey, dude, here's where I'm getting better. Where are you getting better? That's totally on my bucket list, man. I, I can't wait to do that. And it seems like whenever you and I set a goal, dude, we we end up executing it at some point in life. Right. So, and I want to say thank you to, to George and Rachel and Bill and to you, Isaac, and just especially to everyone who's here and is now getting juiced to go out and have some fun on their local track to go to usabmx.com and check out where they can go have the most fun at a, at a racetrack. And uh, until you get there, go out and ride your bike just around town. Go knock on your buddy's door and see if you can come out and play. <laughs> get on your bikes, dude. Exactly. You know, just go have fun. So, yeah, Isaac, you know, for everyone out there, uh, I'm just going to sign off and say, hey, this is Joe Lamborghini. I've had so much fun here today. You guys are the best. Isaac, Bill, back to you Your guys. jersey is going to say Joe Lamborghini. You watch. Yes. <laughs> it better, dude. It better. <laughs> That's so funny. All right, y'all. So on behalf of myself uh, and Craig and Bill, here's a couple things just to wrap up. You heard us talk about uh, the, the Supercross YouTube. Go to, you know, right now, go to the search, Supercross BMX, go to their site or go to their, their YouTube channel right here on YouTube and look for their videos. There's videos on how to pump or rhythm. Taryn calls it. For me, it's pumping over some, some, uh, over some rhythm sections. There's 
there's really good jumping uh, videos. I, I'll be honest, man. Um, Hannah, I think, has the best like rhythm section video explanation that I've ever seen. She's just like up and push, up and push. And she I, she has a long career in education. I got to tell you, dude, because like that video was amazing. But you will learn how to do all of that stuff. Bill will. There's lots of videos where Bill describes carbon versus chromoly, chromoly versus aluminum. And all these bike sizes, there's so much for you to learn about modern BMX, and you can make that right decision for what's going to be best for you. You don't have to spend all of your retirement to go buy a carbon bike. I, I'm going to tell you, just out of my love for BMX and my age, the SX250 or the AMX250, the 26-inch race bikes, are what I would say is the fun machine. Um, it is a phenomenal bike that feels like my old freestyle bikes from the 80s and it i get on there my brain goes oh i know this geometry now i'm not 13 anymore now i'm 50 my bike just scales up just a little bit and it truly does feel like the bike that i grew up on and you can't get me off of it so that's my recommendation but you do what's best for you go find the bike that's going to be best for you you don't have to break the bank remember fun is the goal you heard i you heard me say it bill is talks about it every single day it's all about fun 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 um, and he just did that with an interview for the English, you know, like the British Broadcasting Company. You heard George come in and say, you heard Rachel say it, fun, fun, fun. If it's not fun, don't spend your money on it. But I promise you, you BMX misses you as much as you miss BMX. And you are going to have all the all the feels, all of the chills, and all of those memories are going to come flooding back. And the difference, if you're like Craig and I, and you've got kids that that are your age when you were racing, it's a whole new world. Like I get goosebumps just thinking about it. Like watching my daughter ride around the track is there's nothing, nothing compares to that. It is the coolest experience you will ever have. And I want you to have that experience for your family. So go find that stuff. USA BMX is where you're going to be. Thank you, Bill. Thank you, Craig. Everybody, we love you. Go ride your bikes, have fun. And we'll see you back here on Big Bike BMX. Ba -ba -ba -ba. Ba -ba -ba.